1: Believe in what's present. Not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive, receive that it. power. I receive it right now. I receive it, it right now from the top of my head. The top of my to head. To the soles of my feet. The soles, the soles of my feet. Welcome to Jesus the Healer. We're so glad to welcome you. We invite you. Become a student. Get your Bible, get a a notepad, a pen, pencil, and follow along with us. Take notes. We're believing God for answers for you. We're believing God for clarity for you. And God has had us to be teaching on the subject of the mind. And uh, God has authored for us a sound mind. It belongs to us in Christ. Mm -hmm. And we have to lay hold of that which He's made ours. Mm -hmm. And so He's given us His Word whereby we can renew our mind and lay hold of it. Uh, We've been quoting, it's been our golden text, so to speak, is 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 7. in the King James, Paul was writing to Timothy. And he said this, he said, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, Aren't you grateful? Yes. If it didn't come from God, we have no business with it. That's right. As Christians, as children yes. of God, Amen. if it didn't come from Him, we have no business with it. God's not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and of a sound mind. That's what He gave us. Amen. Spirit of power, what is that? Our authority. Mm-hmm. And His power will back up our authority. That's right. uh, He's given us a spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind mine. Yes. And as I said if if it didn't come from God we have no business with it. Why? Yes. The Bible says that we as people of God, the children of God, we are of the household of faith. <laughs> so there are certain things that are in God's household. That's right. yes. There are certain things in the household of faith and fear is not one of them. Amen. <laughs> Amen. That's not in the household of faith. That's Torment right. is not in the household of faith. Depression is not in the household of faith. And so much of the time uh, because a, a flow of depression, mm-hmm. panic and anxiety and fear is such a flow of the world. If you're not careful, you'll think it's normal. It's not normal. It's, normal. it's not normal. Yes. And so I'm talking about for God's household, for yes. God's people, that That's not what God authored for us. So if you're finding that there is a flow of that that's trying to move in your life, Mm -hmm. quit putting up with it. You can take your stand against that and use your authority against it. And as I said, if it's not part of God's household, we don't have any business with it. I was thinking of of a story and I keep telling stories on myself, you know, and So uh, we'll just keep doing that, telling it off on the family and me and because it helps you to see some answers. Um, My youngest son, when he was about three or four, he loved to explore. And I say that in kind terms (laughs) (laughs) Uh, because really he would constantly get out of the house. I mean, constantly we were looking for that child everywhere. And we lived um, we lived at a place where our home was on two and a half acres, but every lot had to be two and a half acres. And then there were vacant lots all around us. So there was a quite a spread of land in between houses out where we lived at that time. And so my son would go out the door and he would go in all different directions. I mean, three years old and he's out in the hillside and we were at the foothill uh, foot of some mountains. And I mean, we had no idea where he'd go because every day he'd go to a different place. You know, it's not like he would go to his one favorite spot. He just kept going to the different place. And so finally, um, <laughs> so finally, you know, you threatened, you spanked, you did everything and he still just got out. Mm-hmm. So we put locks on the doors and we would have to keep the doors locked all day you know, to keep him. But come to find out, he would just take a chair, push it up to the door and unlock it and go out and we'd come downstairs, the door's open, the door's unlocked, and he's gone. And so we would spend the next 45 minutes combing through the hillside looking for this child. And you know, usually at that age, they're afraid to be out of sight of their parents, right? Not him, brother. He thought it was the best thing. So he would just take off. And I'm telling, this went on for months and every single day. So finally, I mean, it looked really bad. We looked like we were living in a crime ridden area, which we weren't, but there were about, we ended up putting like five locks on the, on the front door that he'd go out of. We'd lock them all. He'd just get up there and unlock them all. And they didn't unlock the same way. You know, they were like a little bit different mechanism. And so we thought we'd kind of trick him. That didn't work. So then it dawned on me, I would lock like three of them and leave two of them unlocked so that when he went to unlock them all, he ended up locking two. (laughs) And that was the only way we got it stopped. But I mean, we looked like, my goodness, who's trying to get in your house, Nancy? (laughs) Nobody. My son's trying to get out. (laughs) You know, it is so sad. (laughs) But one day we were having a staff meeting over at our house and there was probably, I don't know, about 15 or 20 of us there. And I was, after we got done with our staff meeting, I was telling them about this child and how he goes out. And one of them said, well, where is he? And it dawned on me, I don't know. (laughs) So we all scatter and we start combing through the neighborhood looking for this child. And, uh, we don't know any of the neighbors and the reason is because they're acres away. Mm-hmm. You know, when they're not close by, you don't really know. And so we went everywhere. 45 minutes later we came back and there's about like I said 15 to 20 of us we couldn't find him. And I I never panicked. I mean, I never I was never concerned because this is his way of life. This is my way of life. He's <laughs> looking for him. <laughs> And so I said to one of the staff members, I said, did you go down to that neighbor's house down here on this side and ask them if they've seen him? They said, yeah, we asked him and they said they haven't seen him. And I just said, well, just go back again and ask him if they've seen him yet. And they said, okay. So they went down and they came back and they said, well, we found out something, Pastor Nancy. I said, what is it? They said, well, we went and asked them the first time, did you hear anything or see our son? They said, no. When we went back the second time, they said, well, now that you mention it, wait a minute, we think we heard our door open (laughs) earlier. (laughs) Let us go check. So the second time that our staff was checking with them, they decided to walk through their house and look. And they walked upstairs And there he was sitting at the wife's makeup table playing with toys. He had gone into their child's room first and gotten toys, then went to the master bedroom and was sitting there playing at the makeup table with all these toys. You understand we don't know these people. (laughs) You understand. They don't know this child. We don't know them. He was in the wrong household. we are the household of faith. We got no business in the household of worry. We got no business in the household of fear. That's not our household and we shouldn't let something of a different household into our household and we shouldn't be found with our life in a different household than the household of faith. I said that comical story to drive home a point. And that is, there is a household that belongs to us. It's the household of faith and there are certain furnishings in the household of faith and worries One of them. Fear is not a furnishing in the household of faith. We have no business reclining our lives on fear, reclining our lives on worry and treating it as part of our life. It is not part of our life. It is not to be normal. It is not, our life is not to be furnished with these other things that so much of the world accepts and calls normal. It's not normal for us. So let's recognize what is not of the household of faith and resist it. Listen, the life of the believer it calls for you to exercise your authority daily. 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 Don't wait until things completely derail Mm -hmm. before you start forbidding things. The life of faith is a life of resisting, not not because you feel like you're being overrun, but because you forbid things to get out of place. You know, a parent who produces healthy, sound children, they have been very aware of what's going on in those children's lives. They are constantly uh, keeping things in place with their authority as a parent. My mother, uh, my my parents were married oh my goodness, over 60 years. I believe 62 years before they went home to be with the Lord. And my mother was the one who was at home with us the most. My dad was a farmer. He was gone. Uh, most of the time. And so mother raised us four kids and she was quite capable of doing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, three out of the four of us became pastors. And then my, my other sister, she is a Christian, a, was a school teacher and served in her local church. So my mother had good fruit from Jesus the way she says. parented. But one thing she did, she paid attention. Mm-hmm. She, what, she did not have trouble uh, getting things out because she had been present to refuse to let them in. That's good. Amen. Amen. We wow. should not be living our life Amen. trying to get things out. Yeah. Our authority yeah. will do that. Don't, Don't misunderstand me. Our authority will get wrong things out, yeah. but authority used rightly keeps wrong things from even getting in. Amen.
0: Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen.
1: You have to use your authority over your thought life. Yes.
0: yes. You have to
1: use your authority over the mental arena. I can't tell you the number of times I've said, mind you, quit thinking that. I, ref- I forbid you to take that thought. Yes. And I've talked to my mind, and I'll say, Peace. I speak peace to my mind. I speak peace to my mind. Yeah. You will not race. You will not entertain doubt. You will not entertain thoughts of fear. Amen. You have to talk to it. Why? Because we operate in this sound mind by faith, faith. Yes.
0: Yes.
1: not by feeling, Amen. by faith. By faith. And the renewed mind, the mind that thinks in line with God's Word, recognizes when a thought is not of the household of faith. We are of the household of faith. In the household of faith is the furnishings of health. In the household of faith is the furnishings of peace and joy. And we can recline our lives on these wonderful furnishings in the household of faith. And they become part of our existence. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. But we have to realize that we have an enemy to our faith. And wrong thinking is an enemy to our faith. Wrong thinking. If we will recognize wrong thinking and run it out, then the devil's got nothing to work with. I cannot impress upon you enough. The devil can't work through right thinking. He cannot. He's got to get wrong thinking in place in your life just so he has a basis or a place of entry. But he cannot force you to think wrong. Right. Your Amen. mind is under your control. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I said your mind is under your control. Yes. Yes. And uh, listen, the medical the medical field will help as much as it can, mm-hmm. and I'm not against the medical field, but. Don't put what the medical field says above what God says is yours. Amen. Amen. Don't Amen. settle. No, right. Right. You Amen. know, you, you may go to, to a doctor and a doctor will prescribe something. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, as you're, as you're building your faith and you're releasing your faith, mm-hmm. be active with your faith. Don't just recline on medical help. Yes.
0: Yes. That's right. Amen. Amen. That's
1: yes. Incorporate yeah. your faith into that. Amen. But if we're not careful, we will get so used to what the medical field says that we just start accepting it uh-huh.
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah.
1: as normal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Come on. Or as, well, that that's going on in so many other people's lives. It's just part of life, not for the believer. Not, for not a harassed mind, a tormented mind to have to be self-medicated is not yes. what God authored. Yes. Yes. And listen, God's not mad at anyone for even... Uh, using medical help, right. he just offers us the best route, yes. which is to feed our faith yes. and mm-hmm. release our faith, use our faith. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I'll tell you about uh, for me, there was a time. There again, I end up telling on myself, but <laughs> I, I want you to find help in, in these stories yes. and find yes. answers for your life. Mm-hmm. But years ago I had, um, there were just some symptoms in my body and I I went to the doctor and as I said, we're not opposed to medical help, you know, and uh, this was probably around 30 30 years ago or so. And uh, the doctors wanted to put me on um, some prescription. And so I came home and just for me, just disappointed in myself because I thought, well, if my faith was where it should be, I wouldn't even be needing to have, you know, medical help. And the devil will accuse your faith.
0: On, yeah.
1: He'll accuse your faith. Yeah. He's got no business accusing it because he has none of it.
0: Yeah. He's got no yeah. faith. Yeah.
1: I mean, not the, not the God kind of faith. Why? The God kind of faith acts. Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and so... The devil will help you accuse yourself, so that you—he just suggests something to you. and If you take it, you'll turn in upon yourself, and he can leave because you're doing his work for him. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Just rehearsing his thought and accusing yourself, and so, you know, you have to just learn. This is all part of of things that that we face, so that we can be, and and we be, we're to become skillful in the face of these things. And so um, that was just one of the tests, you know, that as a a younger Christian that I I faced. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't want to take the medication because I thought, well, it's faith that pleases God. And I don't want to take medication, not be pleasing to God. Because if I take medication, then I'm not in faith. Now, that was my thinking. Right? My husband said something to me. He said, honey, it's not the withholding of medicine that pleases God. It's faith. So my husband was trying to say to me, don't assume you're displeasing God.
0: Yeah.
1: Please Him by using your faith. Yeah.
0: Amen. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's right.
1: Because really you can withhold medicine and not use your faith right. and not be pleasing to God.
0: That's right.
1: Or you can, in some occasions, take medicine and use your faith yes. and God will be pleased. Yes. That's right. Amen. Yes. Now let me tell you why using your faith pleases Him. Because your faith gives him permission to help you.
0: That's right. yes, yes.
1: Your faith is you giving him permission to work for you. Yes. And if you don't use your faith, he, ha- he doesn't have the permission to help you. That's and he right. wants to help you. Yes. Yes. He's yes. not trying to find fault with your faith. He's trying to find access through <laughs> your faith. Yes,
0: yes. Yes. Praise God.
1: And that's why he's not pleased if we're not exercising or using our faith because then He's not invited, the door's not open to Him to yeah. help us that's the God. way He wants that's to that's help that's us. That's yes. Yes. Amen. So my husband, had said, he said, Honey, he said, It's not the withholding of medicine that pleases God. Mm-hmm. It's using your faith. Mm-hmm. Well, I heard that, but it didn't land in me right. Why? Because I still wasn't thinking right. Sure. Yeah. But when the Holy Ghost said something to me, I got corrected. It got I got help from the inside out.
0: Yeah.
1: Yes. And the Holy Ghost said to me. He said, "Go on the medication. But he said, while you're on the medication, feed your faith mm-hmm. and exercise your faith mm-hmm. or spend that faith, use that faith. Mm-hmm. And he said, and when your faith is at the level or the degree it should be at, I'll tell you when to go off." Mm-hmm. Now what, how easy is that? Yeah. Isn't he her, our helper? Yeah. Isn't he our guide? Yes. He'll even guide us in these matters. Yes. Right. Now listen, his best is that our faith is at a place to where we don't need these things. But we're at all different levels right. of right. spiritual growth. Yes. So don't beat up yourself spiritually, uh-huh. mentally, yes. because you're not where you want to be. Right. Just pleasing where you're at today by using the measure of faith you have today. Yes. Oh, yes. I've, I saw this in the Word is that Jesus never specifically rebuked people for their measure of faith. He rebuked them for not using their faith. Yeah, that's
0: right. yes. Yeah.
1: yes, yes, yes. If you'll use your faith, your measure will grow. That's right. Amen. That's right. But if you don't ever use your faith, your measure will not grow. That's right. And so uh, the Spirit of God spoke to me and He said this. He said, go on the medication But while you're on it, Mm -hmm. feed your faith. See, don't use medication in a substitute Mm -hmm. for faith. Mm -hmm. You get that? Don't substitute medication for faith, for the power of God, for healing power. But if you need medical help, there's no condemnation in that. Mm -hmm. God doesn't condemn you for that, but He, He offers you there's also another flow you can add to that. Yes. Amen. And, and really our best is and what we should be reaching for is that we never need that medical help yes. because we're we're at, at mature faith.
0: Yes.
1: But as we're growing there, yeah. we need to cooperate with how the Spirit leads us. Mm-hmm. And Amen. you can't, you can't go by how what somebody else may say to you. What's the Spirit say to you? Yes. Yes. He will counsel yes. you based on your measure of faith. That's right.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The
1: Spirit of God will not tell you to do something based on somebody else's measure mm-hmm. of faith. That's right. He's gonna counsel you in line with your measure of faith right. today. Amen. Yes. And he's not gonna counsel you based on the the measure of faith you wish you had.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Or yes. that you want to have. Yes. 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 He's going to counsel you based on the measure of faith you currently have. And when you follow his counsel, it'll always work. It may be a different route than you wanted to take, but if you'll follow him, he'll always lead you into success. Always, always, he'll lead you into victory every time. And that's what the spirit was was doing with me. Mm -hmm. He was counseling me that day based on my measure of faith that day. And he said to me, he said, go on the medication, but feed your faith on the Word of God and exercise your faith. That means speak the Word. Don't just read it. Speak it actively, yeah. contending for the faith. Amen. And he said, and when your faith is to the measure it needs to be, I will tell you Mm -hmm. when to come off. Doesn't that take all the pressure away? uh, Because some of these situations are life and death situations. And the devil will try to make you fearful of these life and death decisions. You've got got help with that decision. The the divine helper is on the inside of you, the Holy Ghost. He will lead you. He will guide you. He's your counselor. He'll even be your health counselor. So I did what he said. I went on the medication. And while I was on the medication, because see, when you don't have any of the symptoms, it's easier to believe. True.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I wasn't having to deal with painful situation or distracting uh, symptoms, rather, because that medication helped. It kept things calm. And then my faith could, uh, it, it was easier to grab hold of things. Yes,
0: yes.
1: And so, but I fed on the word. I used my faith. I exercised my faith. I did it every day. Mm -hmm. After about three months of doing this every day, just as sweetly and as simply, the Spirit of God said, you can come off the medication now. And I did and never had another symptom. See, now isn't that success?
0: Yes. 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 Yes.
1: Isn't that success? Yes. Yes. Some of you may be on a medication or you're thinking, should I or shouldn't I? I tell you what, follow peace, don't follow pressure.
0: Mm-hmm. Amen. That's yeah. good.
1: Amen. Now, I'm not talking about mental peace. I'm talking about in here, the peace in your spirit. Because the devil will try to accuse you that you're failing as a Christian or he'll try to accuse the word.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. He'll try to accuse your faith of not working mm-hmm. because the devil is an accuser. Yeah. He'll, he's an accuser of the brethren. But don't worry about all of that. Ignore all of that. Answer all that. Yes, yes. But on the inside of you, what do you have peace about? Yes. Now, I pastored for 25 years and I had different people that came up to me and said, Pastor Nancy, they said, uh, the doctor is telling me I need a particular surgery. But I don't want that surgery, so I'm not going to have it. And I said, okay, no one probably wants a surgery. Right. You know, unless someone's in extreme pain and they know the relief it might bring them or something. But I said, ordinarily, on a whole, nobody wants that to happen. So not wanting something does not equal faith.
0: Amen, right. amen, amen. That's good, Pastor.
1: So just because you want some, don't want to do mm-hmm. something, make sure it's, I have faith to not do that direction. Right. Good. Amen. But what is your insides telling you? Not your mind and not your want to. <laughs> What's your spirit saying? Yes. Because if you'll follow your spirit, I guarantee you it'll end up the best for you. That's right. Amen. And whatever the Spirit says, there's no condemnation in that. Amen. Don't ever feel condemned if you have to go. If you're on medication or you have to go to the medical room, don't feel condemned. Just feed your faith Amen. and then exercise Amen. it. The Holy Ghost will lead you. Amen. But the thing is, you're not in this thing alone. Don't decide something and then call it, God told me.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Do you hear that? Don't yeah. decide something and then label it as God told me. Yeah. Yeah. Be sincere. Amen. What is God dealing with me about in my spirit? Because he's going to de- he's going to lead you and deal with you based on your measure of faith Amen. Today. Amen. Today. Today. today, today. And you know what? There have been times that he led me to go one direction, but years later, since I've been feeding my faith over the years, He probably might not even lead me that way again because my faith has grown. Amen. And your faith grows. Yes. Amen. Just use your faith.
0: Yes.
1: And uh, follow the leading of the Spirit, how He's leading you. Don't just follow excited people. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody can get excited about something and say, you know what, the Word works. Don't, don't do this, don't do that. Listen, just follow your spirit Amen. because the spirit knows your measure of faith. Yes. 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 Amen. <laughs> Amen. And you so Pastor Nancy, how do I know if I'm out beyond my measure of faith? Well, when you're in faith, you'll have peace and joy.
0: Right. Right.
1: They shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. Amen. So when you're within your measure of faith, you have peace and joy about doing something. If you consider doing something and you lose peace about it, I'm talking about inward peace. Not I'm not talking about the mind. Right. I'm talking about your spirit. You don't have peace in your heart, in your spirit about something. Then don't do it.
0: Amen. Mm-hmm.
1: Follow peace. Amen. I have had to make large decisions. I've had to make decisions that deal with millions of dollars and I didn't have a voice. All I had was peace. Amen. Because Amen. the... Uh, the clarity, peace is the clarity you need. Right, right. What do I have peace about? Do that. I tell you what, God's authored a life of peace yes, and a mind yes, of peace yes. for us. Right. Learn to follow the spirit. Yes. And we're talking to you and teaching out of this book, A Sound Disciplined Mind. We want you to get hold of it so that you can keep feeding this into your into your life. Amen. You can get hold of it at ministries.org. But until next time we see you, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you.
0: To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit Ministries.org. Please join us for our Dufresne Ministries Miracle Crusade in Fredonia, New York at Family Church Fredonia August 14th through the 18th Come expecting your miracle. For more information, visit our website at Ministries.org. Please join us for our annual Ladies' Conference at Wood Harvest Church in Marietta, California, October 4th through the 6th. Everyone is welcome to attend. For more information, visit our website at Ministries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message.